This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Swing and a drive. Right field and deep. Back goes Aquino. It's got a chance. Gone. Get out the tape measure. Long gone. Fly the W. Cubs fans, it's time to fly the W with Dustin Rhodes and Paul Crawley Jean. Welcome in to another edition of Fly the W. This one is episode five. It is season one, and we're calling this one the Cubs have all stars. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score, the official radio home of our Chicago Cubs. And I'm joined by. Paul Crawley Jean, and you can find me at Crawley's Cubs, and you can follow us on Twitter at FlyTheW670. And we've got a new feature this week, right, Crawley? Now people can reach us via emails. That is correct. We do have an email account now. It is FlyTheW, same as the Twitter, FlyTheW670 at gmail.com. So if you have any suggestions or any questions that you want us to answer, feel free. We'd love to hear from you. All right. At the time of this recording, it is Thursday afternoon. And as I was heading out of the city and back to the Burbs, the big news of the day broke for the Cubs. And that was Wilson Contreras and the teams avoiding arbitration. The hearing was supposed to happen today. And the two sides agreed on a 2022 salary of $9.625 million. Right in the middle, the nine Cubs submitted and the 10.25 that the Contreras camp submitted. So Crawley, based on that news, what do you think that means for the immediate and the future of Wilson and the Cubs? I don't know if you can put a lot of stock in the future, but as far as immediate, you you don't have to go through the circus that is a uh, arbitration hearing. Uh, if you, we talked about it on the last episode with Patrick Mooney, arbitration hearings are not, a lot of times uh, agents will tell their clients don't show up because it's the Cubs job to say why Wilson doesn't deserve the money he asked for. So you're basically putting the guy down, which is why most teams try to avoid arbitration. And 
this is what I was talking about with, with Patrick. I said, you know, they were so close, nine versus 10.25. You're talking 1.25 million. That's a drop in the bucket. You know, why, why can't, why not just pay him the 10.25, you know, and Patrick talked a little bit that the Cubs normally do the, you know, the file and trial They'll They'll they go ahead and go for it. They usually don't do it. But I think in this case, Wilson is a special player. I think it just looked bad on the team. And I think that in the short term, it avoids any kind of bad feelings between the two sides. I still don't think it has a big future impact. And the reason is, is Wilson Contreras is a couple months away from being a free agent. He's going to have at least 20 teams vying for his talent. He's going to take the best offer that he can. So I'm, if, if you know, I, I don't think it has any long-term ramifications, but at least short-term you know, you can kind of take the weight off his shoulders. He can, but he hasn't been playing like he's been nervous or, you know, you sometimes see that in, in, in your walk here, he's been playing some really great baseball. So uh, I think he's in a good position. I wish the Cubs would have uh, re-signed, you know, signed him to an extension prior to the season. But now, you know, you're about, uh, uh, you know, about a month and a half away from the all-star break, about two months away from the trade deadline. So th- there really is no point in signing an extension. Well, and you could have thought that maybe this disagreement between Wilson and the Cubs maybe was fuel for his fire. He was showing them, hey, look it, I still got it. I can DH. I might be able to play a little first base in a pinch. I could play some right field. And I'm still, if not the one of the best offensive catchers in the game and one of the best overall all around catchers in the game. I just think that this looks bad on the Cubs from a free agent, maybe point of view, like they could have agreed on this 9.625 million six weeks ago. Instead, it goes all the way to the 11th hour. And you wonder Crawley, which side genuflected, genuflected, curtsied, winked first on this one. Like how, how did they all of a sudden, like, this is simple math. I'm public school educated. I could have figured this out six weeks ago. Okay. I want I want nine. You offer 10 to 10 to five. What's halfway? 10.625. Okay, let's just be done. And maybe we'll talk about an extension. Maybe you'll trade me. But instead, it gets drug out. And what we do on a daily basis, we have been talking about this day coming for Wilson and the Cubs for at least every other day for a month and worried about how this was going to potentially affect Wilson. So I just wonder if it is a, it sheds a bad light on the Cubs overall that they're fighting, as you mentioned, over basically peanuts at $1.5 million. I, I talked about it as, as two games worth of cup snakes, basically, is what, what this was all about. <laughs> and, and I just, I cannot, for the life of me, fathom why you didn't get this done in spring training. It, 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 you know, and, and here's the thing. Wilson had a tough year last year, but part of that had to do with the fact that they had like zero backup catchers. I think they had 13, 14 backup catchers last year. I can't remember the exact number, but basically it was Wilson catching every single day of the week. And that takes a toll on your body and it naturally affected his numbers offensively. And, you know, but I never heard one complaint from Wilson. Never, you know, he he took it for the team and and he did what he, he could to try to keep that team in it, even though it really wasn't going anywhere. And so, you know, it's, it is a sense of frustration because it didn't have to get this far. You could have gotten this done real quick and then maybe talked about extension during spring training and none of that gets done. 
So the other big news of the week, and don't get me wrong, Wilson Contreras and avoiding arbitration and this, this, that's a big deal, but this is kind of like seismic baseball touches the Cubs. Joe Madden fired by the Anaheim Angels two weeks ago, Crawley. They were 27 and 17, 10 games over 500 in just out of first place. Then they go on a 12 game losing streak. And the Angels fire Joe Madden. Your reaction to that? Uh, boy, it was, uh, you know, it was a shock for me just because, you know, Madden, as how fast that happened and how that losing streak just piled up. But, you know, sometimes you just go for through those bad stretches, you know, even the best teams do. And it just, there seemed to have been some disconnect between the front office and Joe Madden, and as that happened lately, and I think you probably saw a little bit of that with that with that with the Cubs too. Joe Madden was complaining that they are just taking sabermetrics too far, and that they are not really kind of respecting, say, what the manager thinks or feels. And a lot of that kind of comes back to the Cubs too, because that was a problem I think with Theo and Jed with Joe Madden, is that we are coming in an era of baseball where you know the the manager really is just given the lineup and said, this is what you're doing. And, and the role of the manager, I think is diminished as the front office keeps looking more and more into the numbers and, and diving into that. And I think that Madden just kind of got, you know, had enough of it. So I'm sure there was some tension there, but Madden was surprised. And, and, and I think a lot of people were as well. What really bothers me about the firing is that during this 12-game losing streak, the great Mike Trout, the Mickey Mantle, supposedly, of our generation, Crowley, was in a 0-for-26, 0-for-27 slump. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. So how is that Joe's fault? That That's Joe's fault that, that Mike Trout decided that all of a sudden over 12 games he forgot how to hit the baseball? Then the other thing I heard out of the four-letter network was that Mike Trout and the Angels were upset that word got out publicly that the organization's plan was to move Mike Trout, Mickey Mantle of our generation, supposedly, to one of the corner outfielder spots. And then that news got to Trout before they had a chance to tell Trout. So they were upset that Madden talked so much. And Madden's talking is really good for baseball. You, you know who should be – Joe Madden should be on Fox or the Four Letter Network or TBS or the Marquee Sports Network yesterday. Joe Madden is good for baseball, and I think this is a really bad move. And the other story I saw this morning was questioning whether or not Joe Madden is a Hall of Famer. Now, I'm not going to say he's a Hall of Famer, but I am definitely not willing to say that the Cubs won the World Series in spite of Joe Madden. If I were ranking the people, and maybe we put this question out for our emailers, for our texters, for our tweeters, and, and you can think about it because it's it's too much on the spot right now, Crowley. But if you had to rank the top five reasons 
why the Cubs finally broke the curse and won the World Series in 2016. Would Joe Madden make your top five? You don't have to answer now, but just something to think about. And that doesn't mean he's a Hall of Famer, but I think Joe Madden should get another chance to manage again. I wonder if the other team in Chicago could use a guy like Joe Madden right now. Well, as tempting as it is, we we do have the Jerry Reinsdorf factor. And as long as you're friends with Jerry, you never lose your job. So uh, I think that uh, Tony La Russa can sleep peacefully tonight. Um, I know for a fact, I think that without Joe Madden, the Cubs do not win the World Series. Uh, I, I've always felt that way. And I, I agree that Joe is absolutely wonderful for the game. Um, he's he's funny. He's entertaining. He's engaging. And, and it's a lot better than the, you know, the, the basic cliche manager, you know, speak that really just isn't that interesting. This is what you want to do is get people interested and excited about the game and love them or hate them. Joe Madden's one of those characters that makes the game more entertaining. Absolutely right. I could not agree with you anymore. He makes it entertaining. He's fun. He does do some things that make you think, but that that's also fun. It's, it's, it's good to think it's good to wonder it's good that it doesn't always have to be so robotic and so mechanical you're listening to the fly the w podcast this is season one this is episode five and we are calling this episode the cubs have all-stars and hopefully i put enough question mark in my voice there so crawley let's get into all-star selections the voting started on tuesday who from this group do you think deserves to be an all-star well, I kind of laugh because, you know, the Cubs Twitter people who I love, but they, they have to put it out from the graphics department, gave you the all-star ballad. And for those of you listening to the podcast, you see Patrick Wisdom, Frank Schwindel, Seiya Suzuki, you got Wilson, uh, you, you got uh, Ian Happ, Jason Hayward's on there, and so is Nick Magical. And I'm just like, oh, man, I would hate to be the one that tweeted that out. Um I, I, well, I can tell say, you right away, those two, those last two guys, Crowley, not Hall of Fam- not Hall of Famers and definitely not All-Stars. <laughs> um, so when I take a look at a position player standpoint, I think there's no question that Wilson Contreras, to me, deserves a, a third All-Star selection. Um, I would say Nico Horner has impressed me a lot. That's a tough position, shortstop. You know, there's a lot of really good shortstops. I don't know if he makes it, but if I was to have to be one of those people convincing you, I would say Nico Horner. And then pitching's a little bit tricky. Uh, Keegan Thompson, I know he had, we're going to talk about that start he had the other day, but as far as what he's done this year, it didn't matter whether it was as kind of like a piggybacking role or a starter. I think he's pitched good enough to get into an all-star game. I would say David Robertson. So those are the four that I would say. Robertson, uh, I would say Nico, Contreras, and Keegan. I love your optimism. I, I don't want to argue with you, but I think this is a one word answer for me, which means it's one cub and it's Contreras. The all-star game, unfortunately now has kind of been ruined because of interleague play and because of cable and being able to subscribe to every team out there. It used to be when we were growing up, Crowley, like that was a night you marked on the calendar and there was no bedtime and you couldn't wait for the thing to start. And if they would have had home run derby back then, gosh, I would have been absolutely out of my mind to have watched that back in the day. But now that you see guys all the time, the the specialness of it is gone for me. So real quick, 
Let's talk about the one game so far the Cubs have played since we last uh, recorded a podcast together. And um, Keegan Thompson, who you just mentioned, went out on the mound. He was staked to a one nothing lead. First pitch of the game, Morell, boom, goes the dynamite. Cubs up one nothing. Thompson comes out on the road against Baltimore, not perfect weather conditions, and the wheels fell off. What did you see? Well, Christopher Morell with that leadoff home run, first pitch he sees, his streak's up to 21 now, which is absolutely awesome. Um, but the trouble is, is that you saw Thompson did not have it. And he gave up back-to-back home runs to the first and second hitter that he faced. And so it was Keegan's worst start, clearly, his worst performance of the season. Look at this stat right here, Dustin. He, entering the game, he allowed three home runs in 45 and a third innings. Okay. In 45 and a third, three home runs. He gave up three home runs in three innings of work. So he only went three innings. He gave up five hits, seven runs, one walk, and one strikeouts. Um, the, you know, obviously, uh, Morrell hit a single and a triple. So he accounted for two of the three Cubs runs. And, and, and uh, Wilson Contreras hit an absolute bomb at 437 feet. Uh, the other good news out of this game for the Cubs is L- Alec Mills came back for the first game, and he pitched five innings, gave up four hits, two runs. Unfortunately, two of them were home runs and had six Ks. Uh, but he really uh, saved the bullpen some work. And people ask me, I had some people on Twitter say, well, why do we keep Alec Mills? This is why you keep him is that you want to give Keegan Thompson the opportunity to see if he's a starter or not. This is your chance, but you still need people to do that piggyback mop-up role, or maybe even give you one inning, that Swiss army knife, as David Ross likes to call it. And Alec Mills can do that for you. So instead of using the entire bullpen up, you had one more pitcher come in after Keegan and he was able to stop the bleeding. I mean, the game was out of hand by then, but, but you know, it was, it was a good outing for him, even though the game went terribly bad. And Cubs fans, if you like baseball and Cubs baseball, like Crowley and I do, and you probably do because you're listening to the fly, the W podcast, uh, mark your calendars. If you're not already aware, they are going to play 20 games in 19 days between the 13th, and 31st of August. You're that listening is, to you're listening just, to the Fly the W podcast. This is season one, episode five, and we're calling this one the Cubs have all stars. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 